Welcome everybody to Why We Sing. So have some people coming in, please find a seat in your music part. Welcome, welcome everybody. start this morning by giving a shout out to our ASL interpreters. <laughs> Julia, Caitlin, and Sarah this morning are holding it down for us and we appreciate them. This is all about making sure everybody can participate and they are doing a good job in helping us do that. So I invite you all this morning to do just that, to participate. Music is a window to the transcendent. It's spiritual. It opens something up in us. We all have our music, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yes, yes. We invite you today to join together and sing with all you got. Singing is a perfect metaphor for how we want to live together which is why we can't just say from the front, okay, whatever your voice sounds like, it's okay, it's good. We all have to agree that we'll carry each other. No judgment, okay? So that's your, that's your permission to let it come forth, no matter how it's gonna sound. We're, gonna, we're going here for maximum participation. So, our first years are leading the way on engagement. That's real. That's here for the first year students. And they, they're also leading the way on knowing how to sing Asia. Congrats on an awesome kickoff performance and congratulations to everyone who participated. I felt like I had been to church that night. That is really how I felt. It was wonderful. It was, this is a word that I came up with, phantasmagorical. That whole night was just magic. So thank you for everyone who participated. And now I'd like to introduce Scott Hostetler. Professor of Music for the last 15 years here at Goshen College. Maybe Scott's claim to fame is actually his coaching and mentorship of Caleb and Josh Lichty of Girl Named Tom <laughs> while they were students here. But really, actually, maybe more importantly, Scott has shared his love of music with hundreds of Goshen performers and audience members over these years, keeping alive the Anabaptist tradition of singing together on any and every occasion. So please join me in a word of prayer. God of music and spirit, 
We rejoice today in the chance to make a joyful noise unto you. Thank you for the gifts of music and spirit and how they come together in us today. Amen. Welcome, Scott. Thank you for leading us. Mm, bases right there, just bases. Can sit on. Beni Sancte Spiritus. Beni Sancte Spiritus. Beni Sancte Spiritus. Tenors. Veni Sancte Spiritus.
Thank you for attending today's chapel on why we sing. Special thanks to Professor Roz Wall and second year Phil Whitmer-Rich for solos on that first song. And a huge thanks to Julia June. Julia is a third year music education major and she's helping out throughout this chapel on the piano, so thank you, Julia. Before we learn why we sing here at GC, I'd like to tell you why I sing. I sing now, obviously, because it's part of my job. I teach voice lessons, I direct choirs, and occasionally I sing in recitals here on campus. But I wasn't always planning to sing or teach singing for a living. As a college student at GC in the 90s, and as a nice Christian Mennonite boy, I knew I should serve others. So naturally, I majored in biology, and I planned to become a doctor. It's sort of funny, um, but not really. I continued doing some of the things I had started in high school, mainly studying hard and playing sports. Apologies for these grainy photos. I played tennis. It's really not that impressive, all right? And I enthusiastically took part in club volleyball. Well, maybe not always so enthusiastically. <laughs> I sang also, mainly because that's what I had done in high school and because I was told that doing music might help me look good on my med school applications. So I joined choir, took some voice lessons, and performed a kickoff. Here's my quartet rocking some rugby shirts and singing some Billy Joel. Hey, it, it was the 90s. It was the 90s, all right? Um, so, like many of you, uh, oh, sorry. I was mostly happy, uh, <laughs> though I really had a hard time with those 8 a.m. science classes. Oh, my goodness. Like many of you, I rolled out of bed way too late, looking awesome, racing over to the rot to scarf down some cereal and made it just in time for the lecture. Apologies for the skin in this picture. <laughs> My junior year, it all changed. When I got the true singing bug after taking part in a production of Pirates of Penzance. Though I never got the makeup quite right. Whoops, let's go back to that. Yeah, though I never got the makeup quite right, I love the rush of being in front of an audience. But more than that, I love the act of singing, breathing deeply and letting out a long note. I felt then, and I still feel now, that when I sing, I connect with the divine spark that is deep within me. And each person has this God-given creative spark, and singing is one way that we can access it and honor it, no matter how we sound. We began with a song from the Taizé community in France, and we'll now continue with a selection from a folk mass from El Salvador. You can turn in your voices together. That's your purple hymnal to 102. And I see some people already standing. That's wonderful. Let's all stand. And we have lots to talk about, so don't talk about it. Just stand, all right? Shh. I'd like to thank my colleague, Nayo Uyoa. Nayo's over here. Um, and you remember Nayo from 
um, the LSU chapel earlier. Nayo taught Spanish. I'll just wait till you settle down. Nayo taught Spanish for many years here at GC, and he's also an expert on Latin American music. And I want to thank him for helping write out this piece and rehearse and play the song, okay? Um, Nayo also wants me to let you know that, thank you for quieting people down, um, that, is it tomorrow, Nayo? Tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at the Goshen Library, Nayo is going to be doing a reading of his poetry and lyrics to many of his songs. And that will be at the Goshen Library at 7 p.m. It's free. And so you're, you're welcome to attend that, all right? So also assisting Nayo will be Sophia on violin, and Julia on piano, Dante and Leif on percussion, and various members of the chamber choir on vocals. And the reason I have them there is because this song has very, very fast verses in Spanish, okay? So the ensemble will handle the verses, and we'll all join in on the chorus. And if you want to sing the verses, knock yourself out. You go for it, all right? So, yes, I think we're there. So you repeat, repeat after me. Santo, 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 santo. Santo, 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 santo. Remember, everybody has to sing. I need to see moving mouths. Santo, 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 santo. Santo, 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 santo. Santo, santo, es nuestro Dios. Santo, santo, es nuestro Dios. Señor de toda la tierra.
So, any discussion of why we sing at GC needs to start with singing in the Mennonite church, because this college was founded by a bunch of Mennonites. So, the first thing you need to know is that singing was a way of worship for the Mennonites. And they really just had their voices. They were persecuted, they were often in caves, and they were singing to praise uh, their Christ and their God. And they brought this singing with them over from Europe, because that's where the Mennonite faith was founded. Oops. Instruments were considered way too worldly for use in worship, so the singing was unaccompanied. It was just like we did in the beginning, um, minus the piano, with many something spiritus, okay? That's a little theologically questionable because there's many instances in the Bible that talk about instruments, but for some reason, the Mennonites were, were thinking that was, that was gonna be too much of the world and we need to be separate from the world, so they only used their voices in worship. Now, lucky for me and other choral directors, that made the singing really good because they had to rely only on their voices. Singing was for the congregation. It was not a spectator sport. No choirs were allowed, okay? And this is really a democratic form of worship. So all of us, everybody, it doesn't matter your voice, background, if you sing off key, everybody sings in the Mennonite church. Singing in the 1800s kind of deteriorated, not just in the Mennonite church, but across all denominations. Why? Because hymnals just had the words in them, and that was it. So they had to rely on their memory for, for all the notes. And over time and over generations, they forgot some of those melodies, and so the singing wasn't quite together. They forgot the tunes. So a man called, and it's a great name, Joseph Funk, He's a Mennonite from Harrisonburg, Virginia area, so the, in the Virginia area, decided along with some other church leaders, we need to teach people how to sing. And we need to do that using notes. And so they introduced part singing. And the way they did this was they put different shapes for each pitch level. And people would read by looking at the shapes. It was called shape note singing. There's still some groups that do that today. They get together for fun and sing with shapes. So that then led to taking four-part shape note hymns coming into hymnals. So it wasn't just the, um, the lyrics anymore, it was notes and the lyrics. And that was in the late 1800s. This is very simplistic, so I apologize to, apologies to Joe Springer and to any history professors. And, all right, so. I'm a music prof, not a history prof. Four-part acapella singing, acapella meaning in the church style, unaccompanied, is super unique. There's very few denominations that do this. I can think of two, the Mennonites and the German Baptists. And I believe also Orthodox Christians also do worship completely acapella, which is scary because they have all sorts of chanting and a choir. Um, so, and those are really the only groups that, that have purely a cappella music. And obviously, Mennonites have, have changed a lot over the years. We don't just sing 
acapella now. We sing more like what you're getting today, a mix. Music at Goshen College. No instruments were allowed. So in chapel here, this couldn't happen. We would only be allowed to use our voices when we're worshiping until about World War II. Choirs were the focus at Goshen College. They had choirs um, until the 1960s when Lon Shearer founded the orchestra. Today we have three choirs, an orchestra, a jazz band, a steel drum band, parables, you know parables, the worship ensemble, and instruction in virtually every instrument. You can go to the music center and take um, lessons on any instrument. So my times have changed. But still, at its heart, singing is a way for all of us, not just music majors, not just choir members, for all of us to get together and worship together and also to build community. That's why we're doing it. So what a better way to build community than sing our college hymn. Did you know that there was a hymn written just for you all, just for Goshen College? The tune name is called Goshen. <laughs> so turn in your hymnals to 776, Teach Me Thy Truth. Julia's gonna assist us a little bit, kind of in the style of a singing school here. We're going to start with the sopranos on verse one. Then we're going to add, so keep singing sopranos, we're going to add the altos on verse two. Then on verse three, tenors, you're going to join. Wasn't that nice? The words are closer to your part, so your eyes don't have to do this. And then I was super nice to the basses. You're last, and your, your part, you know, the grant verse, is right next to your notes. Lucky you, all right? And then at the very end, we're gonna have Julia drop out, and we're gonna sing the whole first verse again, completely a cappella. Oh yeah. So let's quietly stand up. Don't talk to your neighbor, just quietly stand up. And we'll start with the Sopranos.
now you can sing both the school song, the alma mater, and also the college hymn, Teach Me Thy Truth. And if you'd like to hear that sung by even more people, if you come to the gala concert on Saturday at 7.30, you'll get to sing with all the alumni on that piece. It will be wonderful to see you there. I'm gonna have our three speakers come up now. So we have, I asked three other people to share why they sing and why singing is important to them. So we have Jackson, Fatima, and Roz. showed me and my brothers when you know taking us to Dairy Queen and whatnot and definitely not my mom's tone-deaf voice singing whenever she can <laughs> and um, the artists on the radio like Bruno Mars and Shakira um, I would combine all these inspirations trying to show it off in parties where we had a mic, my uncle's sound system and YouTube to have karaoke at any party that we I've sang in church, choirs, and musicals for many years now, and along with a pretty um, young band that just started Potential Novelty. Um, um, I don't plan on um, stopping singing anytime soon. Um, I've just listed a lot of the reasons why I've been inspired to sing, but not really why I sing. And in all my time, I never really thought about why I put my mouth, my voice, and my throat and all that to put out certain sounds, to go wah, wah. <laughs> and I think at the end of the day, it's because of the basic response that you get expressing myself. I hear all these other sounds, people, places, events, feelings, my past and now, and I, and I strive to put that out how I feel it. And to me, there's no easier way to simulate my mind, heart, and soul, and show who I am, my time and experiences, than with the gift of song, singing. Hey guys, I'm much shorter. From a young age, I have been drawn to music because of the way it enables me to feel so intensely. I used to be shy and quiet, meek and afraid of what others thought of me. Crazy, I know. I wasn't allowed to listen to music in the home I grew up in because it would apparently draw me away from religion. This didn't stop me, though. I used to listen to music secretly. I would dance in my room and silently mouth the words to the songs I learned from Disney Channel. Thank you, Zendaya. Yeah. It was in those moments I felt like I was myself. But what I didn't know was how much of myself I actually was in those moments. Now I sing every day. And my time spent singing is never wasted. Song is like a sentence, but one that needs no grammar, no explanation. I haven't always been able to sing or just listen to music because of my upbringing. 
and I think that's what makes it even more special for me. I sing because it makes me feel free. I sing because music fills me with indescribable elation. I sing because I can express myself in song far better than I can just speaking in my normal vernacular. I sing because it is who I am. I love to sing because it wakes up my brain. I can sing about love and rage and sweet joy. I can tell the stories of the human experience. I love to draw out individuals' voices. A metaphor for your agency. I love to sing with others and experiment in community. How we balance your voice and your voice and your voice and mine and yours. Singing expands our imagination, which is boundless. Sing. This is. Thank you. Christians sing in many different styles. We've already sung a song in the Taizé tradition from France, that was Veni Sancte Spiritus and a selection of the Mass in a folk tradition from El Salvador, and a four-part a cappella hymn in Teach Me Thy Truth. Christian contemporary praise and worship is used by countless Christians around the globe. This style is taught by a worship team at the front of the church, and the song is learned by listening and then joining in. Often harmonies are added to the melody, as one sees fit. You may simply sing the lyrics on the screen today, or you may turn in your hymnal to 111. Join me in 10,000 Reasons and bless the Lord. Please stand. Testing, testing, testing. If you know the song, sing out, please. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my 
soul worships your holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worships His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul, I worship Your holy name. You're rich in love. You're rich in love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to find. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul, I worship Your holy name. And on that day, and on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come, still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then forevermore.
We're going to end our chapel today by singing a song with the Goshen College Chamber Choir in a call and response style from the African-American folk tradition. In the words of the composer Melanie Damore, who you'll hear from shortly, Lead with Love was written in answer to a call for connection in troubled times. It is about persistence, community, and moving ahead. One foot in front of the other is a metaphor for determination and forward motion. I think of love warriors like Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, Dolores Huerta. All of them started their movements out of, of the love for their people, not out of the hatred of someone else. In concert, this song is not meant to be listened to. It is for all to be a part of. So before we sing this together, we're going to learn it from the composer. This was on YouTube. It's fair game. Here's Melanie Damore. Here's my song, Put One Foot in Front of the Other. And the verses are call and response. And here's how it goes. You gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. You gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Don't give up hope. You're not alone. Don't you give up. Keep moving on. You gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. You gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Lift up your eyes. Don't you despair. Look up ahead. The path is there. You gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. You gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. I know you're scared and I'm scared too. But here I am, right next to you. We gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. We gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love. Put one foot in front of the other and lead with love and lead with love, and lead with love. And there you go. And that's the song. I love you.
Test, test. is there. 